Hello, this is Danny Ryan, and welcome to the Three Wheel Podcast. Uh, I'm here with Tommy. Tommy, thank you for joining me. Glad to be here, Danny. Awesome. Thanks for getting together uh, here on a weekly basis. It's nice to see your smile and face. Sure. It's good to be here. <laughs> uh, so we've had a couple of uh, podcasts leading up to this topic that we're going to cover today, which is about the process that we use on doing migrations. Um, I know we've been doing some complex migrations recently. It seems like just really trying to get our customers to get over onto Office 365 has been, you know, one of the challenges that folks are seeing, and and we're we're seeing a lot of projects related to this. Um, for folks who might not know, we use Scrum, and Scrum is one of the agile processes that is out there. And uh, there's some small modifications that we make um, just for the fact that we're. Uh, dealing with an external client, client and working with a client, but uh, for the most part, we're using you know uh, the fundamentals of what Scrum is about. What we wanted to talk about today is maybe any of the modifications that we might make, or does even maybe even just pose the question: Does Scrum work with what we're doing on these migration projects? Well, first of all, Danny, thank you for the opportunity to geek out on process. Oh, I don't geez. get this opportunity too often, and and I don't believe you let me do this, but yes, we can geek out on This, this on is process. a sign of true love, Tommy. Yes. <laughs> I love you, my brother. I love you. I will sit here and listen up to you about process for the next, don't no, don't say 30 or 40 minutes. Maybe I'll give you 15 minutes. Okay, How 15, about that? 15, 15, 15. Okay, ready? Crank them up. Ready? One, two, three, and go. So... So yeah, the process as it relates to migrations, we really enjoyed using Scrum as our methodology for doing custom implementations and the work that we do with SharePoint. And uh, as we've approached migrations, we've thought about, you know, using Scrum and should Scrum be the methodology that we use? And that's what we use today and it's working for us. um, I was taking some time recently to step back and think about, is that the right choice? Are we just forcing it down the path of Scrum because that's what we know and we're comfortable with? And so I kind of posed that question out to our Yammer group and had some really good feedback on that. And, and kind of the question came up, you know, should we use Scrum? You know, what are the options to evaluate it against. And I said, well, you know, there's really any option. Is there something better than Scrum to do these migration projects? Um, so when you see a migration, you automatically think about there are distinct phases when you approach a migration. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a step, some kind of analysis type step, or people might call it envisioning of what is this scope of this migration. You know, what's the bounds and what are we trying to accomplish as a part of this migration? And then that goes to another phase, which is a planning phase, Mm -hmm. is okay, this is our scope. Let's do the proper amount of planning to know how this is gonna fit into the grand scheme of things. Because you can't just be willy-nilly about going after a migration. There's Mm -hmm. an organizational impact. And so it's not just planning for the work you're doing to make that migration occur, but how does this fit into the grand scheme of things and how can we do this and minimize disruption to the organization? Yeah, it seems like communication is just, and this is, this is uh, typically things that um, 
we might be working with our client, but ultimately our client's responsible for the communication that goes out to the people who are using, you know, what, what you're migrating off of and right. onto. Right. That, that's such a huge part of a successful migration um, is the communications piece. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, just like real estate, it's location, location, location. Migrations, it's communications, communications, <laughs> communications. Good. And, and three if, times. You, Good. if you do not do that, you're, you're destined to, to have a lot of pain in that mm. process. Mm-hmm. Do we, do, you know, I know um, for a lot of like the Jive to SharePoint migrations that we've been doing, we do them like with the workshop up front and then we have the project afterwards. And it sounds like sort of what we're doing is those. But maybe those first two steps during the workshop and then coming up with the plan afterwards and then... Yeah, when you look at those workshops, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's helping an organization decide, should I do this mm-hmm. and what's the rough budget for going after this? So uh-huh. especially with the job to SharePoint migrations, it's, okay, I've got this in job, where does it go conceptually? over into SharePoint. And and what we do in those workshops is we're doing an inventory for them and an educational piece to let them know, you know, what is involved in this, you know, process of moving from Jive to SharePoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so we come out of that and we've done some of the analysis piece, basically. Some of the planning, really, really rough side of yeah. the planning side. It's really enough planning to arrive at a budget so you can make an ROI decision mm-hmm. and you can get a sense of, can I get this done in time? Because a lot of times we're approached with these migrations is, okay, I've got a renewal, um, we're ready to move, and it's gonna be financially you know, advantageous to move by mm-hmm. this date. And so our, our workshop allows them to understand you know, what are they gonna do and how much is it gonna cost. Yep. And then we really need to go through all those steps. They might be compressed mm-hmm. after our workshop, but we're still doing a certain amount of detailed analysis and planning before we get into some of the more implementation steps. And as you know, I find it refreshing that there's a deadline out there because for a lot of typical collaboration types of projects that we're doing where there isn't a deadline to get something done by a certain period of time. It's sometimes tough to make a decision whether to do it or not to do it. Right. It's right. just nice to have something. I fairly early on when working with clients who want to do migrations, I, I start uh, putting together an action plan around it, which is you know saying we do this during this time, we do the workshop here, we do this next, we do and sort of work our way backwards <laughs> mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I almost want to, it's one of those things like as a good project manager, want to give a sense of urgency at the right time. And if you don't sort of spell out, Hey guys, if really, it looks like, uh, you know, I know we need to move over in October of this year, but if you back things out, it's, we need to get, you know, a, a services agreement in place right now, if we're going to make it right. Right. So, um, yeah. And when we're, you know, doing those, we're estimating, you know, certain things. One is the actual physical migration. Mm-hmm. And the other is what types of enhancements do we need to make as a part of that kind of generic process and tooling? Yeah. So what additional scripts or enhancements to the tool needs to take place? You know, do you have anything that's kind of needs to be custom built uh, on the other end? Let's say, you know, maybe you're using 
for the case of Jive, you've got a landing page in Jive that has widgets and it's arranged in a certain way. Well, maybe we need to build that on the SharePoint side mm -hmm. so we can give the user a similar experience when they show up at the new location when, when the previous location is shut down. So, you know, when you look at those steps and, you know, I said analysis and planning, mm -hmm. what comes right after that is what we call, you know, configure and develop. And that configure and develop is, okay, what, what do we need to configure in the tool and in the environments to run a migration? And then what do we need to develop to enhance the, the kind of out of the box migration experience? And that might be from the tooling or the destination side to mm -hmm. you know, create some things custom to, to get a better adoption after this is migrated. Mm -hmm. And then we go into a pilot and we go into an actual production migration and then a stabilization transition to, mm -hmm. to get that platform you know, uh, finalized so you can shut down the previous environment. Um, with those phases, the way I look at it when I put my my scrum hat on is I look at each of these phases. You have a scrum hat? Wait a I minute. Do. I do. You have a scrum it's, hat. It's kind of messy. but it's Where is <laughs> you, you keep that by your desk? Do you pull that out when somebody yeah. takes the wrong move? Well, I wear a few, a few hats when somebody, around here. One is that scrum hat. You wear so many hats, you don't have hair on your head. And neither do I, but that's not the reason. That's a whole other thing. But go ahead. Sorry. So, you know, when you, you look at these phases, <laughs> let me get to, back to my process, please. Um, when, you're, when you're looking at a phase, I can draw the analogy of that phase is like a release mm -hmm. in Scrum. So when you have a release, within that release, you have sprints. And within that, you know, you have your daily cycles. And what we look at is when we get into that phase of, planning, or let's say it's the configure and develop phase, we have a budget set for that that is enough budget to get the goal accomplished, but we want to accomplish that goal in the most optimized way possible. Yep. So you go into that phase and you say, here's the, the, the 10 things that we know, the 10 stories that are inside of this phase, and we want to give the highest value during that period of time. So when we come up with other ideas, let's say, during that phase, then we can adapt to going mm -hmm. after the better ideas. And that's, I think, the beautiful thing about Scrum is you're not committed to a story until you get into that sprint. So you're flexible enough to change your mind if you, if you want to spend that money in a better way. It all goes back to your manufacturing days. You know, just in time, no, keep minimize rework. It just seems to be, you know... Right. That's that's what you're ultimately trying to do is 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 not creating a bunch of rework. Right. But you know, with migrations the quote standard thing is you really do have those you know, those phases mm -hmm. that are logical steps to get you there. You're mm -hmm. not gonna flex as much on that because it just doesn't make sense. You, mm -hmm. you know, you, you you skip one of those steps and then you end up, you know, putting yourself at risk for a successful migration. So mm -hmm. we're finding that it really is a mixture of kind of a waterfall. You have this phase and this phase and this phase that mm -hmm. you don't do them all together right. every sprint. You really need to be in a mindset of let's finish a certain amount of analysis. Let's finish a certain amount of planning. Mm -hmm. We need to finish the configuration and development and then let's pilot this thing to prove out everything that we did leading up to that mm -hmm. is working. And then 
let's go into production, guns loaded, doing this as fast as possible. Because as soon as you start that migration, now you've got two places where that content is. And the sooner we can get it all in that destination and be able to shut down the source, yes. the better off the organization is going to be in terms of being confused and disrupted. Yes. Chris and I talked about ludicrous mode. Yes. We need to go then go into ludicrous mode. It's all mode. about ludicrous mode, yes. <laughs> you got the special sauce for turning on the ludicrous. I want to thank you today also for wearing cool socks again. You hey. have outdone me. How do you like that? Does that I'm, I know people well, can't we, see this, but we're going we to have to have a vlog so we, we have, can yeah, show, show I'll, the socks. I'll almost, I think I need to take a picture of that, and I'll put it up on the blog as I post it up. But, man, that's that's pretty nice. Uh, um He's got gray and blue and dark blue socks. Mm -hmm. Does that match your scrum hat? That's <laughs> <laughs> why I have multiple hats. You know, you whatever go. color of socks I have, I put on that hat. I like it. Keep, keep, uh, you, must, you, you met with somebody today as well. I did. That's I awesome. actually met with two clients today. That's great. Very, very good morning. That's yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that. Anything else we want to talk about with this? You're ready to be done with process, aren't you? I am you? not. No, I, no. You're like, I just got started, Danny. I'm about halfway through the subject. But uh, So to wrap it up, tell me, what do you... <laughs> no, I, I think you know, kind of the lesson learned, and, and I'm working on the blog. We'll see when I get to that point. But I'm, I'm really just making sure that we're doing the right thing by applying Scrum mm -hmm. to our migration projects. And, and it... It seems to fit. I think you have to put it in the in the right perspective, and not make it agile from the perspective of it's just one big project. Yeah, and we can go in any direction. Yep. Um, I think that works well for some app dev that we do, but when it comes to migrations, we need to have some discipline of these phases, and there are certain things that have to take place in those phases to be Good. successful. Good. That's great. That. Uh... We're taking the time to, to learn that. And I, 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 from an outsider, again, looking in on a couple of these projects, it seems to, it's continuing to serve us flexibility-wise as well. Right. Yeah, it's, that's what it, we want, it, you know, we have the three us. C's, you know, yes. and I think having choice, mm -hmm. we want that in every project that we do. We don't mm -hmm. want someone to feel like I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. um, but we want to give them the right guidance and give put in the guardrails, but mm -hmm. give a, give choice within those guardrails. I like it. I like it. I'm whispering now. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering. Um, great. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this. Sure, Danny. It's a pleasure. Even when we were talking about process, it was a pleasure. I stayed awake for the whole yeah, thing. Good. I'm here. Good I'm right you. here with you. Um, thank you, everybody. You stuck with us, too. Wow. All right. Way to go. Um, thank you for taking the time to listen today. And uh, definitely, if you're looking at uh, migrating to Office 365, especially for folks who are, might be doing it from a platform like Jive or some other content platform, feel free to reach out to us. It's a topic we're pretty passionate about talking about. Um, but just come to us uh, through the website. Just go to the Contact Us page. That, that sends me an email, and we'll talk very soon about it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.